Hi there, welcome to the Kids Way Podcast. We are a podcast committed to helping kids stay in the way of the King. And if you've never heard of King Jesus, well get ready, you are going to love Him. We pray that you would also learn more about what it means to be on His narrow way. We also use various tools to encourage and teach, from fictional stories to scripture reading, to music and sometimes even bringing in some kids to contribute. You can find us online at www.kidsway.ca and there you will find links to our Facebook page and also other info about Kidsway. Before getting into today's episode, we want to thank Jamie Souls for allowing us to use his wonderful music collection. If you would like to check out more of Jamie's music, you can find him at soulmusic.ca. That's www.solmusic.ca. Well, let's get to the story. We pray you are encouraged and pointed to King Jesus through today's episode. Hey, and welcome back to the Kids Way Podcast. I know it's been a very long time since I've Kids Way Podcast. But thankfully, I've been able to enter back into full-time ministry, and this has allowed me a little more time to once again post some new episodes and hopefully continually do so in the days to come. So today is March 26, 2023, believe it or not, and I hope that this episode encourages you wherever you might be today. In the sermon this morning, we looked at James 5, verse 12. And the title of the sermon was, Let Your Yes Be Yes. So I'll read for you from James 5, verse 12. And he writes, But above all, my brothers, do not swear, either by heaven or by earth, or by any other oath, but let your yes be yes, and your no be no, so that you may not fall under condemnation. Have you ever said something like, Cross my heart and hope to die? when you are making a promise? Or maybe you've done the pinky promise where you shake pinkies with the person you are making a promise to and that's supposed to mean that you really mean it. Or perhaps you've heard that if you cross your fingers behind your back when making a promise, well, then you don't actually have to keep your promise because you crossed your fingers. I remember trying some of those things as a kid. And even adults have silly phrases that we use when sometimes making a promise to someone, like heaven help me, or I swear on my grandmother's grave. And those are just some silly examples of way adults try to show that they really mean what they are saying. But have you ever considered what God thinks about these silly ways of making promises? Did you know that God's word actually has a lot to say about how we use our words and make promises? James is writing in the first century to the early church, and in those days it was mostly made up of the Jewish believers because the gospel had not gone to the non-Jewish or Gentile nations yet, though there were a few Gentile believers here and there. Gentile just means non-Jewish in the the New Testament, so the non-Jewish nations. So James is primarily writing, he says, at the start of his letter 
to the Jewish Christians who were scattered throughout the known world at that time. And James is following in many ways the example of Jesus because we see that in the Gospels, Jesus also said something very similar to what James is saying in the Sermon on the Mount and also later in the Gospel. Matthew 5, 33, where we find the Sermon on the Mount, for example, I read uh, starting at yeah Matthew 5, verse 33, This is what Jesus said, and you will see how it's very similar to what James is saying. Matthew 5.33 Again, you have heard it, that it was said to those of old, You shall not swear falsely, but shall perform to the Lord what you have sworn. But I say to you, do not take an oath at all, either by heaven, for it is the throne of God, or by earth, for it is his footstool, or by Jerusalem, for it is the city of the great king. And do not take an oath by your own head, For you cannot make one hair white or black. Let what you say be simply yes or no. Anything more than this comes from evil. And later on in Matthew 23, Jesus is again talking to this same group of religious leaders uh, in Jerusalem. And he says in Matthew 23, 16, Woe to you, blind guides, who say, If anyone swears by the temple, it is nothing. But if anyone swears by the gold of the temple, he is bound by his oath. You, you blind fools. For which is greater, the gold or the temple that has made the gold sacred? And you say, if anyone swears by the altar, it is nothing. But if anyone swears by the gift that is on the altar, he is bound by his oath. You blind men, for which is greater, the gift or the altar that makes the gift sacred? For whoever swears by the altar, swears by it, and by everything on it. And whoever swears by the temple swears by it, and by him who dwells in it. And whoever swears by heaven swears by the throne of God, and by him who sits upon it. So you see, the Jews in Jesus' day and in James' day decided that if they made a promise or swore, which is swearing is kind of like a promise. It's not swearing as in using bad words, but it's uh, it's declaring that, that, that you're going to Uh, do something or or say something that's true and so you swear it like an oath like in in court for example if you have to uh, if you've ever seen uh, maybe in a movie or something a courtroom where someone is going to testify to the court of something they saw or heard and they have to put their hand on the bible and they may be instructed to say uh, or they'll be asked do you swear to tell the truth the whole truth and nothing but the truth and so swear in that sense is like this vow or this promise that we still see in some places like courts today. So in, in Jesus' day and in James' day, they had all of these various things they would swear by. And Jesus used the example of the altar or the gift that is on the altar or by the temple or by the gold in the temple. And they decided that some things you could swear to, uh, swear to them and it, it wouldn't really matter that you could break those promises kind of like kind of like having your fingers crossed behind your back and that meaning that their promise didn't count so they decided that well if you swear um by the the altar for example it didn't really matter but if you swore by the sacrifice on the altar well then that mattered and jesus is saying listen there aren't any excuses for being deceptive or lying but we should be truthful in all that we say As God's people, our yes should mean yes, and our no should mean no. 
And we shouldn't even have to use all of these vows and oaths and swearing by this or that or pinky fingers or crossing our hearts or anything like that. We can just uh, ask that God, by his Holy Spirit, help us to be a truthful people, to say what we mean. And so if a friend asks you um, if you would mind to maybe help him out with a school project and you don't really want to do it, you can just be honest and say, sorry, no, I'd rather not. I don't have time or I just don't want to. And that's okay. But don't, you know, say that, well, yeah, sure, I'll help you. But in your mind, you're thinking, well, I actually never will help them. You know, we should be honest with people. And if we're going to help them, say, yes, I'll help you. And then do that. And if you can't or don't want to, say, no, no, thank you. I, I don't want to. And then don't. You see, the point is that God is concerned that we are walking in truth and integrity and that we say what we mean. And this is important because you see, God is truth. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. And we are his image bearers in the world. And we know that within us dwells uh, a sinful nature. We are born with a sinful nature and therefore all of us are tempted to lie at times, prone to being deceptive. And this is why we need the Lord Jesus Christ. You see, Jesus in his life never once was deceptive with his words. He never once made a false promise or had to use an oath or vow in an inappropriate or sinful way. Jesus perfectly obeyed and loved God with all his heart, soul, mind, and strength, and loved his neighbors himself. He kept the law perfectly. And then we know that Jesus went to the cross and died to remove our guilt and shame from us. That as we believe in him, we are born again, we are saved and given eternal life. And then as his followers, as his children, we are called to walk in truth as he is the truth. And there's actually an amazing verse in Hebrews 6, and I'll close off with this for this episode. In Hebrews 6, 13, we read, For when God made a promise to Abraham, since he had no one greater by whom to swear, he swore by himself, saying, Surely I will bless you and multiply you. And thus Abraham, having patiently waited, obtained the promise. For people swear by something greater than themselves, and in all their disputes an oath is final for confirmation. So when God desired to show more convincingly to the heirs of the promise, the unchangeable character of his promise, he guaranteed it with an oath, so that by two unchangeable things in which it is impossible for God to lie, we who have fled for refuge might have strong encouragement to hold fast to the hope set before us. We have this as a sure and steady anchor of the soul, a hope that enters into the inner place behind the curtain, where Jesus has gone as a forerunner on our behalf, having become a high priest forever after the order of Melchizedek. So you see, God is faithful to all his promises, and he promised Abraham that through Abraham all the nations of the earth would be blessed. And we know that Jesus came as a physical descendant of Abraham, and in Christ, we have this refuge. He compares it to an anchor of the soul in Christ because Jesus has gone in even into the most holy place represented in the temple uh, in Jerusalem, the place where no one could go but the high priest once a year. And Jesus has gone as our forerunner that we might be brought to God and that the way to God would be open through Jesus, that we might grow in the knowledge of him,
and we might continue to walk in truth and integrity, letting our yes be yes and our no be no to the glory of Christ our Lord. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of the Kids Way podcast. God bless you, and I pray that you have a great week or rest of your week, that you continue to rejoice in the Lord and to grow in the knowledge of Him. Till next time, see you later. so much for tuning in to today's episode. Tune in next time and we'll see what happens as our story continues. Remember, if you would like to write to us or find out more information, you can find us online at www.kidsway.ca. And don't forget to head over to www.soulmusic.ca to find many more songs that Jamie Souls has written and recorded. See you next time. May God bless you and keep you and make his face to shine upon you. 